Hey, 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 it's Crystal, the goddess, and I'm the creator and owner of the House of Divinity. And welcome to the House of Divinity podcast, a place where we have divine discussions, all about raising your vibration, activating and aligning your chakras, and really just tapping in and being your most divine goddess self. Now, let's get to the episode. Welcome, welcome back to another episode of House of Divinity podcast. I'm your host, Crystal, the goddess, but... I'm actually joined today by someone very special to me in a short amount of time, and I'll tell y'all why. Go ahead. My guest today is a goddess, a queen. It's giving all the holistic healing vibes, and I want her to introduce herself because she's going to do it how she do it, but who is here with me today? I don't know who am I today. <laughs> Let's pick. Dun, 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 dun. Um, I am Queen Asset Noir. Um, mm-hmm. I am blessed and honored to be here. Yes. It was truly um, a really, it brought joy to me to have this opportunity to share this space. I'm so excited that you're doing this. Um, so it's, <sighs> it's just an honor to be here. I'm yes. Excited. Okay. So <laughs> I'm excited and I want to say more about why I'm excited because I was just telling you how I've only had two other guests, but I've always had this vision of bringing in more holistic healers. Mm -hmm. to spread awareness to the holistic healing community because there's so many faucets of what is holistic healing and so I was like you're gonna be my first official like holistic healing guest and I'm nervous excited which is nervous and excited but I also (laughs) told myself I was like I heard somebody recently and they were like we don't say excited we don't say nervous we say excited Mm -hmm. like use that energy and I was like duh Crystal it's positive like so I won't even say I'm nervous anymore I'm just excited excited to have you here well, I'm excited. Um, it's, I love being the first. You know, you know, um, Aset is you know one of the first um, Netherus or deities mm. most of us learn about. She was the first to be copied, the first to be imitated, immaculated. So, hey, true to the name. You know, and I'm here for the history lesson because. Okay, so I've I, I told you I've been to Egypt before, and mm. we'll talk about it a little bit. But like. Anytime we're talking about Egypt, Kemet, aka Kemet, but like anytime we're talking about Kemet, I get excited. So I was about to dive in on all the Kemetic history, but let we we can save time for it. We got nothing but time. You know, so let's start off. I always like to start off with gratitude. And today it's so cliche, but I have to express gratitude to you, Asa, for being here because we met literally, it was in passing, right? Like Aset hosted a comedic yoga event or a comedic yoga session when I did comedic Reiki training. But me living in LA, I missed comedic yoga because I thought I just had time to drive to the location. And so I missed it, but I was so intrigued by like comedic yoga, what is that? And that was almost what, two, two, three years ago now? And I didn't even reach out to you until like a year later. To come and do comedic yoga with me at uh, one of my sound bath ceremonies or sound bath uh, meditations. But I have gratitude because, I mean, I just had a vision and you were just open to coming and collaborating in this event to and bringing healing to my space, additional healing and to a space that I had created. And so I just have gratitude to you to being open to that then, but also to take it a step further and come on my podcast and like... It's, 
we are going to dive into some stuff today that, and I told you the first time I actually got to do comedic yoga with you, that more people need to experience mm-hmm. this, especially our chocolate goddesses. Come on. So I just, I want to express gratitude to you today for being here, being a part of this space, being open to connecting and collaborating with me, but also just for sharing the work that you do with our community. So. You know, I'm going to accept that gratitude because it is the most warm and fuzzy feeling that, you know, gratitude is everything. So I appreciate you and I appreciate you being, I think I told you this that day. I said, I, I appreciate you being yourself because you being yourself is what creates spaces for people like me to be ourselves. Yeah. You know, us, God, when you tapped in and tuned in, we create vibrations and we find those vibrations because everything you were working on collaborating and wanting to put together and this vision you had was exact. I'm on the other end thinking the same thing. I need a group of goddesses. I want to collaborate. Us healers got to work together. You know, sometimes the society has this way of making us think we got to do it all. We got to do it all independently. Yeah. And so to, when I got that phone call from you helped not only create that space, but it helped me validate who I was and let me know that my vibrations are reaching yes. out. And so we just boomerang and validation back and forth. And we can magnify that, alchemize that, and that's that's better than money, baby, because that's transferable. <laughs> I love I love that you worded it that way because I I got this tatted. There's that quote by uh, I need to remember her name, Marion, but it talks about like our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Are you familiar with that one? I'm not. It, it's from Akila in the B. It's from Coach Carter, but she talks about basically saying like our fears that we in, are inadequate. But really, it's our own light that scares us, right? Mm. And it's as you lean into your own light, you give other people permission to do the same. Come on. Yeah. And my son and I, we just had this conversation literally like three days ago. And so you bringing that up is, again, we already talked about how the alignment is there. But that's exactly how I feel. And I have to remind myself (laughs) that, too, of like, okay, you have this idea. Lean into that. No matter what you think, right? The negative thoughts that block us because you give people permission to lean in as well. Or also, like you said, just that affirmation, like, oh no, I am on the right track. Oh no, this does make sense. And also something I've been brought up a reminder recently is like, this was so easy mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be easy. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. how you know you're in alignment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The powers that be do a lot to continually make us minimize ourselves. <sighs> And especially us as original melanated women, you know, and there's all the stereotypes, the angry black woman, hmm. the attitudes, the, you know, and all these things that are supposed to minimize us when those things are just repercussions of us being in an unnatural environment. Right. But when we are in alignment and we are allowed to validate each other and to build each other up, our light is that's our power. That's that's our salvation. The light is our salvation. Yeah. And that's you. <laughs> I love that. Thank you for sharing that. That's what I'm here for. You know, and I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, ooh, this is going to be better than I thought. Like, this, like I'm already excited. Like, I was excited before, but I'm also like, I did, I did not imagine, because I don't like to think ahead too much, but I didn't imagine how many gems was going to be dropped. We're going to be dropped today. Oh, so. Look, we in, the, uh, we in the coal mines today, and there's been I a lot it. of pressure. I love <laughs> it. So, before we get too deep into it, I want... To tell, I want you to tell us more about who you are and how you got into the holistic healing space. Mm-hmm. I know you, I met you as a comedic yoga practitioner. Yes. But that is not all of who you are and that's um, not who you started off to be. So It's definitely, um, it's definitely been woman in my tapestry. It was always there even before I knew what to call it. 
But, you know, my, my spiritual path is, is just a path like everyone else. You know, mm-hmm. I was a single mother. Um, I raised four kids out of Kansas City. Um, I've been in and out of domestically abusive relationships. Okay. Been in and out of emotionally and physically abusive jobs. Um, you know, the, the, the life that the tale that's too common, um, you know, so, you know, and there comes a point in your life where you just, you, you kind of wake up and you're like, look, this is just not it. Um, and you began, you began just searching, just, you know, holding on to whatever feels good. And if you're lucky, um, the things that feel good are positive. Like it, it can go one or two ways. So I was lucky enough to where, you know, I always grew up kind of athletic-minded, kind of um, health-conscious in a little bit kind of way. Um, And so, and I grew up a dancer. So stretching, working out, like when I got older, it was like, hmm, what do you do? Hmm, Let's go do yoga. Nice. Okay. Okay. So I was like, you know, I would get, I would float, I floated in and out of yoga classes for years. And I did fairly well because I was a dancer, a gymnast. So I could get in and out of these classes and it just was it was just, eh, oh, oh, okay, you know, yeah. whatever. I, you know, it was more of like, to be honest, it was sometimes, um, at that point, it was like a dopamine boost because I was mm-hmm. kind of better than some of the other people because I was flexible. <laughs> <laughs> so you so had, I, okay. I go into the class, get my little boost. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was all fine and dandy until the first time I took, I, I took yoga and found another, uh, a melanated studio. And I started taking yoga um, from another sister. Her name's Chanel Patterson. Hey, shout out to Chanel. Chanel. (laughs) She's in the Virgin Islands now, I believe. Yeah, she went back home. I ain't even mad. I'm mad she didn't take me with her. Goals, (laughs) right? Like, let me visit. So she went back home. Okay. Um, But I started taking classes at Nella Yoga. And um, that made me notice that there was something deeper there than just the physical, just the movement, just the physical, like, and and now I know that movement is only one of the eight branches of yoga. But, um, it also, I remember one night I'm like, even though I had a, 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 you know, an ethnic teacher, I'm like, what a black folk at? Right. Like I'm still asking that question. So I, I was like, there's got, I just, something in me just knew there's got to be like, there's African everything, right? Because let's be honest, that's where it all came from. Exactly. So I literally, I Googled, um, African yoga and I stumbled upon, uh, comedic yoga. And I love telling this story because, um, there's a, a, there's a cute little twist here at the end that I, that just brings me so much joy that as I think about as this process was going on. So I find this yoga and it seems extremely far-fetched because again, I'm a single mom of four. Yeah. Um, he does, there isn't an offering at my city yet. Actually, I hear there's one coming now, but at the time he only did workshops in Chicago, Atlanta, um, uh, Jamaica and Kemet. Wow. In Egypt. I'm like, not even so, LA. Darn it. Right. Not even LA. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, although I think he has one in, in Vegas now too, maybe. So that might be the closest to LA. Wow. Um, but, um, and those were the ones that were in the States, um, were all like one weekend for like four months or something like that. They were really okay. more designed for the people that live there. there. Okay. Right. Cause so traveling back and forth four times wasn't feasible. So the Jamaica and Egypt trips were both, you know, like, wow, like who doesn't want to do that? Right. But I'm a single mom of four. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how am I ever going to figure this out? Right? right. So I printed out that sheet 
and uh, I printed out the, the information and I, I just recently started getting into like a law of attraction and manifestation techniques and stuff. So I'm going to carry this around with me. I love it. I'm just going to keep this and I still have it. I, it's on my gratitude wall. Um, I still have it. Um, the, the sheet that I printed out and you know, some things come to pass. I figure I end up figuring out how to finance this trip. And I end up getting I doing the one in, in Jamaica in the grill, Jamaica, um, 10 days in the grill. Wow. About that. Got a yoga right. It's it like it's a vacation and a yoga. Service. First like, of all, I ain't like, even been to Jamaica yet. So I would have been like, "Ooh, I get to check this off my list and get the training. It is one of my favorite places to go now that I've been a few other places. Everything that you get everywhere else. All the touristy stuff, you can get that there with us, and we can't get it there. Yeah. And I haven't been to Egypt yet, so we're going to have to trade trips. Right now, <laughs> yeah. So I'll give you the itinerary for Egypt. Yeah. You'll give me the itinerary right. for Jamaica because... Because so, that one was a little bit costier, so, but I end up doing the Jamaica trip. Okay. And here's the coolest thing. So here's my plot twist at the end. I'm sitting on the plane on my way to Jamaica, damn near in tears, because I can't even believe you this really is really You really made it happen, yes. And I'm looking at the itinerary that he's now sent us that's showing the exact of all of our... Um, days and what days we're going to be doing what and the date that we were set to get our actual certification the certification ceremony mm -hmm. was one year to the date I pull out that paper that I printed oh, out wow. and it was literally one year to the date on the exact same date that I had printed wow. out that paper was the date a year later that I got my cert and that was so validating for me it'd be those little things like I don't need much oh. I just like those little give you a chill yeah <laughs> These are those moments where you know you're doing what you're supposed to yes. do. And it was scary, you know, because I spent, you know, a nice little chunk of change. Again, I'm a single mom. I was going to say that could have went to the household. Yeah, like, and then you, you know, feel, did you feel guilty? Oh, I, feel, I did feel a little of guilty. Course. I struggled with all of that. Yeah. I struggled with, you know, um, and my kids were teenagers at the time, so they understood. Yeah. Um, but, you know, here's the cutest thing. My youngest was like six or seven when I got back home. He was walking one of his little friends around the house, like yeah. showing them things like, and that's my mom's yoga certification. She teaches comedic yoga and she's really good. I love I'm it. Like, you know that? Yeah. And I'm like, they do. They do. They do. And that they just, do. you know, and, and, and he's grown now and you know, you see your kids grow up and that you, yeah. even when you don't, you know, I didn't force anything on them, but you get to see that become a part of who they are. Yeah. They get to see you go through, you know, my kids got to see me, you know, they knew what we, we were going through at times. You know, you, I didn't shield them. I wanted them. To and they are smarter that. than we give them credit yep. anyway. On, so trying to downplay it, they like, mom I already know. So they, so they saw both sides of, yeah. you know, the, and this is what it looks like to work on yourself. This is what it looks like to do shadow work. This is what it looks like. You know, both men and women have feelings, emotions, yes. trauma, uh, you know, societal pressures, struggles, obstacles, yeah. shame, guilt. Like these are just human <sighs> emotions that we have to learn how to process. And it's normal. Yeah. Especially <laughs> with boys. Like a lot of what you said, I'm like, and that's, yes, it's important. Our goddesses, we got to build them up. But our young gods, like, especially growing up in uh, the society. So, yeah. It's pressure on both of us. And it if is. we can sit around and argue about whose pressure is worse, but what's that going to do? It's no for? point. <laughs> it's kind of pointless. It's no point. Oh. <laughs> 
Okay. It's like, okay, so what's, what's the prize for winning this argument? Right. Like, <laughs> somebody, what did somebody call, I heard somebody say, like, the trauma Olympics. Like, what are, who what cares? Are like, right. we're both, like, there's a struggle for everybody. Do we, let's talk about the positive side of it. Let's, what are we doing to fix it? What are we going to solutions base? And the, peace, and the people who caused it are not going to be the ones to fix it. So we can quit looking to them for And that. they don't care that we are comparing it right now because it's keeping us where we are. Exactly. Let them talk. <sighs> okay. So you go to freaking Jamaica. I do. In the girl Jamaica, Seven Mile Beach. Oh, you get your yoga certification for comedic yoga. I do. Now, we haven't even talked about the difference, okay? Because you Why mentioned you yoga? were attracted to all things African history, African anything. I also, which is again how I even found comedic Reiki, I have mm -hmm. a very similar, my origin story is very similar to like, Okay, I'm hearing about Reiki, but... But where we at? What's the black... <laughs> right. And then I didn't even think about a black side of it. It just popped up one mm -hmm. day. Raseki uh, oh, Arts wow. Temple. She it just, found you. It found me. And yes, I was interested because I was yeah. already in the holistic healing world, right? Mm -hmm. Like herbs, crystals, all of the things. And I just kept seeing it. So very similar. It found me one day. But I was like, oh, shit. And I'm thinking I might have had Egypt already booked. And so I was like, when oh, I come back... Nice. I have to get into this comedic Reiki. It was a timing issue. Same thing. I couldn't go when I first found out about it. So me being attracted to comedic, anything comedic, when I found out about comedic yoga, I was mm -hmm. like, I don't even care what it is. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for, like, what is Issa Rae? Like, I'm rooting for all things comedic, anything. All my crystal lovers, whether that's you or someone you love, I have the perfect, perfect gift. Shop our manifestation crystal tumblers. We have the largest selection of crystals to choose from. So no matter what you're trying to manifest, whether it's love, joy, peace, protection, we have the crystal perfect for you. Whether it's your zodiac sign. I know how much we love our zodiac signs. Shop the crystal tumbler that matches your zodiac sign and get the healing that you deserve. Healing in one, two, three easy steps. Fill your tumbler with water Allow it to sit 20 to 30 minutes so that the water can absorb the vibration of the crystals. And then after that 20, 30 minutes is over, you drink the water, step three, and the water inside our bodies matches the vibration of the water that we are drinking and it will internally raise your vibration and activate your chakras and activate the cells within your body. So shop the largest selection now, perfect for fruit infused drinks, teas, and of course, water. Shop now and get this healing delivered right to your doorstep. See you in checkout. But can you explain, like, what's the difference? Well, what is so, comedic yoga? And then talk about the difference. So what's funny is um, when I found it and, you know, got into it, but when I got on that plane to, uh, to Jamaica, I had never, still had never experienced it myself. Yeah. Like, I still had no real idea what I was even getting. All I knew, I was sold on the word comedic. Like, all right. I'll take it. Uh, yeah. Say less. It was like, say less. Yeah. So, um, so Kemet being the root word there, Kemet. Um, so Kemet being the, um, the original or with respect to some opinions, considered one of the original names of the space that we now commonly refer to as Egypt. Yeah. Um, so, um, and, and Kemetic, um, culture, um, is very, um, it's very connected to, um, to our present day situation, you know, we have to learn how to balance energies. And so, whereas I had grew up in this yoga space where it was much more of a physical, just the physical or asana, as they would say in Sanskrit. Um, okay. So, um, I had grown up in a very movement based society. And then I'd also grown up in, um, 
a space where I was learned. I was more yoga was either one of two things. It was either something white women did or at best, if you were really kind of culturally woke, you might you might understand that Sanskrit and most of the terms are attributed to India, which at the right. time we were taught was called Bharata. So you have Bharata and Kemet. Okay. Now these two spaces are literally separated by like the Red Sea and they're like waving at each other. So, right. You know, we can argue over who did what first. Chances are they were probably standing on the riverbanks doing the shit together. And just like any other language, hola, buenos dias. <laughs> we were just <laughs> trying to go through all like, of it. Bonjour. Like we yeah. all these different ways to say the same thing. It's all the same. It's all the same. It's the energy that matters. But, um, but what what we did know, what I did appreciate once I did get to Jamaica, and I'm sitting in my first my first comedic yoga class, like, all right, what am I even here for? Yeah. Um, and, and he begins to take us through our first class, the first immediate notice, and for me, this was it was almost um, it was almost a shock because <laughs> again, I came from um, yogis, you know, power yoga, and oh, um, okay. Yoga. So the first thing that first major difference, there's four differences in comedic yoga. The first difference that I noticed was the breath. Hmm. Um, which ultimately ends up being most people's favorite thing, the breath. Comedic yoga um, first sets, sets itself on a foundation of having very um, rhythmic and equal breath. Okay. And we are, we're taught to typically think of the breath as an inhalation and an exhalation. But that's not true. <sighs> okay, deep breath. Come on. Got it. We got an inhalation and we have a pause. And then we have an exhalation and then we have a pause. So it's that quadrilateral mm. concept, which if you think about it, if we think about nature, earth, air, fire, water, all the elements, north, south, east, west, all the directions, up, down, left, right, yeah. you know, like we have more than just a duality Yeah, and we have a spectrum in which we, we operate, you know, of so course, yeah. that breath, we have to really allow that breathing to be the first step, the first foundation, the inhale, the pause, the exhale, the pause. So that breathing right there gives um, the body and the mind and the soul and the spirit a chance to be in sync, to be connected, yeah. for you to really process things. So the second thing is the geometrical progression. So this is the idea of connecting the breath and the movement. Okay. And that everything is connected and it moves in a certain order. It's all a progression. Okay. So first thing we decide in Kinetic Yoga is that we're going to connect our breath and our movement. We never move without understanding where our breath is and where that movement is on the connection. Generally anything moving up, that's an inhale. Mm -hmm. Down is an exhale. When we're twisting, inhale, yeah, exhale. Like it's all a movement. Yeah. So it's all connected. It's all when we progress from one phase to a next, from we start with the basics and we add on, right? It's all progression. So we have breath, we have progression. It's it's interesting too that you're even and this is what I love when we do talk because I I see all of the similarities between like the things that I've learned in comedic Reiki, right? And there's so much more to learn for me, right? As I'm continuing to reread the books and study mm -hmm. more and mm -hmm. I always need to study more. But even like the breathing, I remember learning that like how we breathe on a daily basis is not the way we are intended. Like we're so like, <laughs> like we're supposed to be taking these deep inhales. We're supposed to be getting the oxygen through the body. And then I don't know about y'all listening, but like the minute you started so breathing, breath, you started I was like, of it. <laughs> deep breath in. And I'm like, let me not be <laughs> on the mic. But yeah, like I, that's something that I do like intentionally want to work on is like, is my breathing because of everything well, you're mentioning. Let's talk about the scientific 
stuff behind what's really going on. So the breathing and yoga. So let, yoga basically helps to reprogram the parasympathetic nervous system. Okay, Here, nervous system. I got so this. Nervous system. Look, we got to stamp it look, as we go. Look, look, right, right, because right, I don't want to lose look, nobody. <laughs> so here we go. All right. So nervous system, yes. parasympathetic nervous system. And then we'll get back to the four differences of, of yoga. Okay. I lost this. Okay. So the parasympathetic nervous system is your is your response system for dealing with things. Okay. So it's what sends you into fight or flight, which is our typical response to dealing with stress. Keeping in mind that the human body doesn't know the difference in stresses. It doesn't care if it's emotional, physical, financial, um, political, racial, whatever. The, it doesn't care the motivation. It just knows that it's stressed and right. it thinks that you either going to have to fight yeah. or fight, flight. Yeah. Either throwing, throwing hands or you running. Right. So there are some very significant um, physiological changes that happen in the body when we go into stress mode. We start to have all of our oxygen redirected to our extremities so we can either fight mm -hmm. or flight. So now our internal organs begin to decay because they're not getting any oxygen, they're not getting any blood, they're not getting any nutrients. Now we have cortisol being released into our bloodstream because cortisol is what our body uses to convert energy into energy. So that's fat cells. So okay. now because it's like, oh, look, you might be hungry. So let me send you some energy to your fists or to your feet in case mm. you're. So now we've got fat cells floating around. What do they do? They find out somewhere to hang out. We <laughs> send our heart into overdrive because your heart's trying to get all this stuff to your extremities. Yes, pumping so, harder. Yeah. yeah. So that's like dogging out your car. Like you just <laughs> rumming your engine. Yeah. And then oftentimes we never really go into fight or flight because the stress was more of a perceived danger. Mm -hmm. So yoga puts us in a bunch of what I like to call WTF positions. Okay. Like you're in this weird position. You're like, what is this lady? Put your knee behind your ear. What? It can like, feel really like, awkward. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, what is this? And then she tells me to breathe. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. This really isn't that bad. Oh, this kind of feel kind of. Ooh, okay, okay. Uh, it is a little weird. You got to like allow yourself to like sink into the positions because exactly. you feel like, at least for me, like I know like some things they're so uncomfortable or new that you're tense. You're tense. And so you got to remind yourself like, Just like relax. I'm thinking Just about breathe. that twist one yeah. and you're like, okay, you're like, you have, like I'm telling mm -hmm. myself in my mind, you're, you're okay. okay. Just breathe. So you're telling your, hey goddess, are you feeling tired and overwhelmed by the humdrum of everyday life? Are you feeling like it's time to get away and change the scenery? Do you feel like you need some time to connect with self, connect with spirit, disconnect from the digital world? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Do you feel like you need to change your friend scenery? You want to be around some other goddesses, some like-minded, high vibrational, in tune with their divinity type goddesses? Or do you just like to travel? How about this? Are you my self-care goddess into holistic wellness and all things about keeping our chakras in alignment and our energy high and our vibrations high? If so, let me tell you something. I have just the thing for you. The House of Divinity is going to Costa Rica. Yow. Little you see what I did there? We are going to Costa Rica for our 2024 goddess retreat. Come along because you are quarterly invited. Yes, this is only for the goddesses. Sorry, fellas, not this time. We are going to disconnect with the digital world. We reconnect with Mother Earth, reconnect with spirit, 
We'll indulge in goddess workshops, chakra workshops, manifestation workshops, plant medicine workshops. We'll also go out and receive all the healing that Costa Rica has to offer. We'll go ahead and visit the hot springs for a day of relaxation and pampering. We'll go ahead and tap into our adventure side, honey. Yes, we are gonna be walking through the treetops of the jungle, of the rainforest, to see all of the ecosystem that lives up in the sky. Okay, not really the sky, but the trees are so high, you don't feel like you're in the sky. Come along for the ride, okay? All things holistic wellness. Tap in, tune in with self. Indulge in fellowship with other goddesses. Yes, this is exactly what you need. Reserve your spot today. It is limited and we are guaranteed to sell out and you wanna be there. I'm Crystal, is a goddess. I'll be your host. We're gonna have a good time. Book now, it's right there in the description, in the caption, all of the things, reserve your spot. More deets available in the description. Go ahead, send me an email, personal DM, if you wanna know more, if you have more questions, I'm available. Can't wait to see you, bye. So you're telling your, what you're doing is you're slowly telling your body that every WTF position isn't stressful. Right. But in fact, if I slow down and breathe, yeah. I can actually probably find a space of opportunity. I can probably actually get something from this. Yeah. Like this is actually like, so you have to take that moment with the breath to reassess and process the actual situation and see what's going on. Yeah. And then you see a wide range of opportunities that you didn't see before because you were just like, what it was a uh. Bruce Lee that says you can't see a reflection in boiling water. Oh, I like that. Come on. Yeah, I like that one. That's a stamp right. I like that one. Right, so we have to just That's learn, true. Learn how to and I and you know, and it's like it yoga doesn't change you overnight, but they're gonna the more consistent you are, you're gonna find yourself in moments in line at the grocery store, dealing with your kids, dealing with a certain, you know, individual that's you're gonna see, you're gonna find that you took a breath. And you're gonna be like, wait a minute, hold on, this ain't even oh, you ain't even finna get me today. Like, you know, it'll slowly just begin to creep up in ways. And now my students will tell me, you know, I hear your voice when I'm not even here. <laughs> like, You're like, ooh, okay. You know, hey, we don't hold on to things we don't need. You know here, that's my ever. favorite line. Okay, wait. We gotta, students love that line. We got to run it back. Okay, hold on. But I also want to stop and think about, too, everything like you're saying, it rolls over into your regular everyday life. And I think about like when I'm in that position, uh, particular, what's the name of the position I'm thinking? When so we're, we were doing a pose of immortality. The, of course. <laughs> so we're doing the pose of immortality. But even when you talk about like opportunity, I'm thinking about how when I was in that position, like you tell yourself once you relax, you're like, you could go further than yes. that. Because it's, it's the fear. It's, we talked about fear of unknown, but it's like this fear of not knowing your limits or thinking that you're in this stressful situation when you're like, Actually, I'm okay. Yeah. Now push yourself. Yeah, exactly. Now you can go deeper. And so talking about how this flows into everyday life, you said some of your clients even tell you they can hear your voice in the market, which I'm like, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's one of the voices. It's not a bad voice to have in line of it's all not, of our voices. It's not. It's really not. Of all the voices you can hear. <laughs> it's a great voice, especially it's my favorite line. Okay. So what's the so signature line? My sign my favorite line or student's favorite line is we don't hold on to things that we don't need. Not here, not ever. It's that second part that gets me. Not here, you, not ever. Not here. And it's that reminder. I'm like wiggling my yeah, toes. Like, you took the words right out of my mouth. And then I was going to go a 
say, and then you wiggle your toes. And then you wiggle your toes, but it's and you're uh, it's so peaceful. So yes, if can look, I'm gonna have to replay that part back. It's gonna be a soundbite. Not here, not, not ever. ever. And it's just and you wiggle and it's Thanks. and it just you just let it go. <sighs> And you just, you know, whatever it is you got to deal with, you're going to have to deal with it anyway. Hey. And dealing with it from a peaceful place, from a clear place, it's just going to give you a better perspective. And that, yes. you know, outside of, yes, there are definitely physical attributes, the stretching, the flexibility, the range of motion, yeah. um, how it helps the body to be able to, you know, injury prevention, especially as we age, you know, there's yeah. all these physical things that, you know, we, we if we don't know, there's there's so many avenues out there that tell you. We all know we should do yoga, right? Because <laughs> it's not a secret. At the surface, it's stretching. At the right? surface, it's stretching. On surface level, stretching. And we even had a goddess at our last event, and she was like, "How often do y'all do that?" Because she was an athlete. I don't remember the yeah, specifics. Yeah, I can, I can kind of tell. Yeah, she, she was, was giving yeah, athlete. Yeah, yeah she, she had athlete vibes. vibes. But she was saying like, I had just finished working out or something. She said this was really good just post workout, and yeah. I was like. That alone. I mean, and so we, but again, it's, we think of stretching the body, but somehow we always seem to leave the mind out of that. But the mind is part of the body. Hey. And, you know, anybody who's a workout fanatic of any type, I don't care what kind of workout yeah. it is, they all will talk about the mental aspect of it. You do get a- Always. Always. Like there's a, a rush, a mental clarity. Um, there's some dopamine probably going on in there, some yeah. serotonin. But, you know, for me, just like you were talking about being in the pose of immortality, it's those moments where you realize that you can go further. It's those moments that now I have learned to train myself to, I, I, call, I do what I call, I bookmark that moment. And so next time you're in a situation that's difficult or you feel stuck in a certain kind of way, you can go back to that moment. Remember when you thought you couldn't do this? Remember when you thought this was as far as you could go? Yeah. And that energy, that's the energy that you want to remember. To yep. like, like Every time I crush a goal in the gym or on my mat, I'm like, remember this feeling. Yeah. So next time you feel fronted with something, remember that time you were like, oh, I can't yeah. do another set. I can't do, I can't go deeper in this stretch. And I did. Yeah. And, it, and I was better for it. And Every if I time. was, and, and because I'm a better person now, whatever obstacle that I have to encounter in my future, I have more tools to, to handle it because I've handled it before exactly. and I'm better than I was when I handled it that time. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so that is, you know, that's that progression. Yeah. So going back to our four. There we go. See how I did there that? we go. <laughs> that was a smooth little segue. I'm here for it. So going back to our four differences yeah. in yoga, we started with the breath. Yep. Then we talked about the progression. Now we're going to talk about some of the um, names of the positions. Okay. Because words are powerful, right? We've learned that. We've we learned do know much, that. We know exactly how much they have used this language to help us stay spellbound. This language is a very um, energetically, um, it's, it's a perfect invisible force field. I was going to say restrictive. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. Like it's, 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 it's a physical jail. It's a spiritual jail in a way. Yeah. You will speak yourself behind bars if you're not careful with your tongue. <sighs> it just reminds me, I was just like having a conversation with my son, but I was literally thinking like all of these things around like, I get random thoughts. It might be because of the podcast. And I'm like, ooh, that'd be great to share with people. <laughs> right? But I'm like, you have no idea all the things you've talked yourself out of. Mm-hmm. Just of the the way we speak to ourselves, that self talk is so real, and I I find myself constantly reminding people like, don't talk about yourself that way, come like on. don't say that. Like, come on. So let's talk about the restrictiveness and just the words themselves, because y'all know if y'all been listening before, we always talk about the words I and how powerful words. they words are. are. My favorite weapon of choice. Yeah. 
Because they are a weapon, and you can use any weapon for good or for evil, right? Your brain is a weapon. Your body's a weapon. So it's like how you decide to use it is what's going to make the difference. So How you yield your your power is ultimately what determines your myot, your balance. So in Kemetic Yoga, we have some different terms that we use. The most common, the most general example that I generally give, most people, I don't care if you've never been in a yoga class, most people know downward dog. Yes, we do. It's probably the most common. Um, In Kemetic Yoga, we call that pyramid. Hey. So it's just, you know, (laughs) and I can still hear my teacher in Jamaica saying, it looks like a pyramid to me. (laughs) Right, right. Like really easy. Like, okay, I can see the connection there. Easy. So, you know, we have pyramid. We have, you know, widget or cobra. We have... um, we have the Sphinx or Haruma Haket. Um, so in all these positions um, are very um, intentional. Yes. You know, when we look at the hieroglyphs, we look at um, different um, depictions of the Kemetic or Egyptian history, and we see our people standing in all these different positions. Yes. And you're like, okay, so was that them like, is that their peace sign? Yeah. Like, you know, because we... We always, we all, everything we do has intention. Come on, that's yes. part, part of the reason why folks like us. You know, yes. we're just cool. Whether we're throwing up signs. I'm yeah. sorry, I hope I didn't just throw up You up are up. good. No, we're, we're good. good. I don't know. No I, didn't, I was going to say, I don't recognize any of them, so I think we're great. It's I'm fine. Like, but we've always, you know, we've always been. Very intentional. Very intentional. Everything. Everything in the picture had a, uh, had a purpose. Everything. And so when we were standing in these positions for hours chiseling, that wasn't just because it looked cool. Yeah. It had a purpose. And so when um, when when my master teacher, when my master Yasir Rahotep, you know, the way he explained it to us is when he looked at the positions that these um, the Nectaru or the uh, Nectur was standing in, um, when he looked at how they carved um, Asar, when they looked at how they carved Thoth, like all yeah. these carvings were directly um, showing that if you put the body in those positions, you were allowing the channels of energy to connect the chakras or Aturi, as we call them. So we have these Aturi or chakras in our body, and we think about the seven main ones, but there are more. And so these Nectaru were known for certain attributes. Yes. They were just And so pause. I want to pause this too, because... (laughs) Aset is very well-versed in comedic history, right? And learning, well, well-versed compared to the average person, it's, it's, right? It's, it's a subject of interest of mine. And so I want to say that because you are using so many comedic terms, terms that are not well-known. And I wanted to pause just for that specifically because Netaru... Um, What's that's the male version or the female? So Netaru is basically it's kind of an umbrella term for mm-hmm. the gods, um, right? Right, because well, and because in the comedic culture they didn't really use the word gods, right? But in today's mindset, if you were to look at it, and sometimes it gets thrown in with like the mythologies, so like the unfortunately, right for the Greeks, so, yeah, so yeah, <laughs> Thanks right to the Greeks, but yeah, it's similar to the you know one thing that the Greeks were right about was that the these different personalities existed. Mm-hmm. And so we use them. I kind of use this, the synonym of like Aesop fables. Like mm-hmm. they were ways to tell stories and they were um, attributes that we should embody. So we have, you know, this, this God was known for this or this right. God. And so the, instead of saying, oh, you should be kind, just, noble, they would say, mm-hmm. go be like a Tsar. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you knew what that meant. You knew what it meant, yeah. <laughs> yep. Because you have the God... 
it's the gods and also like what I loved about when I went to Egypt, learning about the different animals, yes. how they believe the same thing, the animals and their behaviors and their characteristics, right? So right. like when you see, that's why you see the falcon so many places, exactly. right? You see exactly. the falcon next to the kings and the pharaohs, right? Um, so the falcon is often um, depicted, or Haru, the next exactly. is depicted of the falcon because he he was known to be uh, like a protector. So the like protector, the falcon, yep. he would fly over. You know, these yep. are personifications. Exactly. Um, yes. And so ways for us to just like the you know the native or indigenous Americans, they often you know they yeah. would also invite like, and it's no it's no joke or no mistake that all these different um, indigenous cultures, spiritual yeah. cultures have similarity yes like if you look at the history <laughs> and that's the interesting thing too that like i don't know and i'm thinking about like because people have tried to come for me in the internet streets <laughs> and i'm like tiktok and i'm like our ancestors have been doing this if you are connected in any type of way of like where your ancestors have come from all of our ancestors had practices all of our ancestors had beliefs a lot of them are similar in certain beliefs right um but I did. I did want to stop and pause and say, like, right now, a lot of what we're talking about, and this is actually what attracted me or excited me the most about comedic yoga, because having gone to Egypt, when mm -hmm. I saw these poses and the names of them mm -hmm. and having seen them in Egypt, having seen them on the walls of the temples in the pyramids, having seen the finks, a.k.a. Heru um, Aket, mm -hmm. right? Having seen all these things, that's like the most English way to say it. She has a little twang when she say <laughs> it. But we're saying the same thing, but I also wanted to highlight these things because right now, Nasset is sharing different poses, kings, queens, pharaohs, gods, goddesses that you have read about. Maybe you are more familiar with like the Greek names, mm -hmm. right? So the Greek I, I, Isis is probably, is set, yeah. is probably the most Isis, um, Osar, Osiris. That's the, mm -hmm. that's the original trilogy. Thoth <laughs> and uh, is, who is Thoth in the Greek? In the Greek? Because uh, um, he's a popular one too, because yeah, he's the scribe. the scribe. I'm trying to think. I've known, I don't know so many of the Greek names Somebody anymore. just said it recently. Right. And <laughs> I don't care. Exactly. Sorry to the Greeks. Sorry to that man. We don't know that man. <laughs> we, yeah, we, don't, we, don't, we don't recognize him. We don't talk one. about him. <laughs> but like, that's the wild, that was part of the wildest thing. Because when I went to Egypt, I went with, um, I went with someone who had been studying Egypt for 40 years and he was, he was a chemitologist, mm -hmm. right? Um, Asher Kwesi. Have you heard of? I do know. Who yeah. He yeah. So we yeah, went with yeah, him yeah, and yeah, his yeah. wife, uh, Mary, Mary Ra. Nice. But they said and shared so much knowledge mm -hmm. of the comedic history. It's so, so to, beautiful. Yeah. So to hear these stories and these things and to learn how the different animals and their personification and how our ants, I always say our ancestors because I love everything African, <laughs> but how our ancestors in ancient Egypt, how they took those things, right? And how they gave it meaning and gave it life. Mm -hmm. And so to see you doing all of these things and using all of these terms, I was like, heck yeah. And even now, I don't know if you ever hear me giggling when I be like behind you because I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, like we're in the Sphinx. And I'm like, oh yeah. And like you're given this history and this context. So it's not just spiritual growth as we're expanding mm -hmm. our minds. It's not just physical growth as we're stretching and um, pushing our body to these limits, but it's also a history lesson where I'm like, yes, tell all the people about this history because everybody's not eager to open a book and learn about Egypt or don't even know no. that there exists a real history that the... That they've been mixed, diluted, tampered, and kept yeah. from. And that is part of the reason why... Sorry, I, I got all excited. No, I was no, like, 
Ooh. No, I'm glad you went there because that was a big part for me too. Is like representation matters yes. so much. Representation matters in all aspects of our life and it is very central to the hierarchy of needs. It's a, yeah. it's a, it's a form of validation. Come on, hierarchy of needs. So us hearing our true history, us knowing that we have a culture, that we have a history, that we have stories, and that they were so powerful that they've kept them from us. <sighs> It was so powerful that they kept, and so that's like it breaks my heart when I hear some of my darker friends like yoga's for white people. Oh and I'm man, like, you know, they they they, they kind of keep the stuff that's good from you from you by, huh. by making you think that. Hmm. Like, say that again. Wait. Say it again. Say it again. <laughs> they keep the stuff that's good for you from you by controlling how you think about it. Mm-hmm. From our foods to. Education and music, like there's a lot of things that are powerful in our culture that have been mixed, diluted, and tampered with on purpose, yeah. sold back to you in a messed up, regurgitated Walmart package. Hmm. And because it's popular, because it's mainstream, you assume that it's X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And so representation in the yoga world matters just like it matters everywhere else. And exactly. so I felt it was very important for us to know that we have, you know, that what these positions are really called, what, why we left, you know, we didn't just leave stones, gigantic, like, they cannot duplicate how they built the pyramids. They cannot Nobody duplicate. ever. And those, those buildings have outlasted any modern day structure. Yes. So I think it's important that we know that we know how connected we are to that. And stop letting them say <laughs> the aliens put these there. Like, <laughs> Let's be aliens, cause we right. might be. <laughs> right, but like, give us the credit. But like, you know, yeah, uh, like acknowledge that we came from that, and we're still connected from greatness. to greatness. Yes, we came from greatness. Our lineage is great, you know. And I don't necessarily attribute to the whole, you know, every person is a king or a queen. Yeah. First of all, we could talk about the history of, <laughs> of the etymology of the word queen and what that really means. Hmm. But we're not gonna, you know. That's a whole nother. <laughs> you know. But, what, you know, I do, I do, I do want people to be connected to the history, yeah. connected to knowing that everything that we did had purpose. Even my, what I would love to see, and I feel like I push. If y'all feel like I push an agenda, there is an agenda with this podcast. <laughs> there should be. But the agenda is to be open, mm. be open to the possibility of there's something more than what you've been taught all your life. And what I see is like that's the. The hesitancy with learning more about comedic because I've been taught all these things. I remember when I grew up in a Christian church, someone said you can't do yoga because I, the absent mindedness of it. And it, you know, an idle mind is the devil's play. Like all of those so, things. I deal with that one a lot. That's a oh, I bet. So here's the, one of the funniest things. I started one of the first places that I started teaching comedic yoga in um, Kansas City was the YMCA. Okay. And I laughed at this because I don't know how, you know, how many people know the history of the YMCA, but let's look at the letters. YMCA, Young Men's Christian Association. Is that what, I don't know if I've ever heard that, what what it stood for. Young Men's Christian Association. Oh, wow. It was originally like a gym or like a, like a a community center for Christian men. Wow. Okay. Um, And so, and there used to be a YWCA and then somewhere I think like in the 70s or 80s, they kind of meshed. Got it. Okay. um, But they kept the men's version. I picked up on it. <laughs> Men's Christianity is what's run, is what has runs this world. Come on. So um, it was a Christian-based organization, wow. um, and they still have a lot of Christian-based 
um, you know, found like, you know, theories and mission statements okay. and things. So my first joke to myself was, how long are they going to let me teach African spirituality in a Christian, right. <laughs> in a Christian space? Do they know what I do here? Do they know what I'm really <laughs> teaching? But what was so funny is um, there was an older gentleman who worked there um, who used to come to my you know, yoga class. And he was very, he used to always, every day he would have scripture to quote. He was a very Christian person. Okay. And he said to me one day after class, he said, you know what, Miss Osset? I swear after your class, I feel like I'm more connected to Jesus every day. And mm. he's like, then he said one day, he said, you know, the Kimites and the Christians had a lot in common. I said, you don't say. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> Actually, I'd be like, keep going down that rabbit hole. That's what I want and you to do. And he was a Caucasian young man. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know, one day you might learn where Hopefully, they got that from. Hopefully, yes. And I hope you do. I hope you have by now. Please. <laughs> you know, and it's sometimes it's just best to sprinkle seeds. That's all. But that's the beauty of the but rabbit the hole. And he saw it, but it was so, he was like, he's like, your class brings me closer. He's like, my mind is clear. I can hear spirit talking to me. He was like, how could this ever be? Yeah. And you know, and it's like, again, people who are meant to control you will never give you the keys to your freedom. Nope. And that's not and, in the plan. people who look like us got Christianity when we got over here. So people who want to control <sighs> you will never give you the keys to your own freedom. <laughs> you know, without going too deep, because I can, and I don't need, I don't know how deep, I feel like I might have said this before, but that was literally when I started to question my place in Christianity. It was college, taking history courses and things like that, and meeting other folks that were in the African uh, studies, but the ones that were going against the grain. I mm -hmm. wish I could remember this. Mm -hmm. If I went back, I probably could find his name. But I remember someone opened my mind because, and I started to question, like, wait a minute. Well, I've always questioned this. Like, so you're telling me they gave this to us to help us? They, like, that, that just never added up to me. <laughs> that you are enslaving all these people, but you're deciding you're going to give them something. to Like, the fact that they gave it to us. They forced it on you. That, that's the part that never added up. So the more I started to be exposed to different people or, you know, the alignment started to happen. And then one day finally feel like, you know what? No, I'm good. I'm just going to take a break. I got kicked out or sent home from church at nine years old. That's wild. At nine years old. That don't sound very church-like, but <laughs> whatever. And that's what people, Christian people who I've told this story to, they're like, well, that just wasn't a very good pastor. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, but when I was nine, I, um, I discovered the Book of Mormon was being advertised um, on public TV yeah. as the lost book of the Bible. Hmm. And I was in Ms. Warren's advanced fifth, fourth grade reading class. And I was learning about chapter books at the time. And so my ears perked up when I heard them advertising this book as the lost chapter of the Bible. Hmm. So it was an 800 number for those of us who remember that. So I got out my deep, 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did 1-800 and called and ordered this book and the Book of Mormon. And I took it to Sunday school. And I walked in and said, Miss Johnson, Miss Johnson, they missed the chapter in the Bible. And all of your nine-year-old innocence. Don't worry, y'all. Here, go to number. You can order one. But Everybody can have the lost book. We got the lost book. No worries. Wow. And Miss Johnson says to me, she says, you know what, baby? You should probably go downstairs and talk to Pastor about that. 
Miss Johnston, you right. Right. You should probably know about this. Everybody needs to Everybody know. Everybody needs to know. Knock, on, knock on pastor's door. Knock, knock, knock. Pastor, call the board. Get the deacons. Like, oh, man. Like, like everybody, like, I don't know what they're doing up at their seminary school, but they done left out a whole chapter. Yeah. Now, I'm in Miss Warren's fourth grade reading class, so I, I, I'm on it for you. Like, <laughs> I got the church covered. It's I fine. got it covered. And hey. he's like, no, baby. We don't go outside our book. And I said, now, wait a minute, Pastor. In Miss Foreign's advanced reading class, I had to have five sources for my book report. Now, you, now this is back in the day where we had card catalogs. Yeah. So I really had to work for those five sources. And I'm thinking, this is my eternal soul. Right. So I should maybe need more than one. Right. And he's like, no, baby. This is our book. I said, but it don't answer all the questions I got, Pastor. Oh, man. um, And so that was my begin. That's where I, he's like, you should go home and talk to your mom about this. I'm like, my mama don't get it either, Pastor. None of y'all get it. Oh, my goodness. and so that's what made me really, like you tell a kid not to do something, not to read a different book, not, so now I'm looking at the all curiosity. the curiosity and it was, uh. you know, so I started studying pagan religions. Mm, okay. I went into Wicca, witchcraft. Okay. Um, and, but even in that world, um, I was accepted very young into a very old um, establishment of of pagan witches. Of, oh, okay. Uh, over a hundred year old coven, a very old coven, mm. but it was Celtic and Norse. Irish. They're okay. all redhead white ladies. Okay. So I went looking for people who look more like of me. Of course, and yeah. And I found Egypt. Aww. And then that's when it all began to click. I was like, and they threw us in that bucket with the pagans and all that. I'm like, y'all fucking with me. Mm. <laughs> you can say whatever you want. We're good. <laughs> I'm like, but y'all fucking with me. Like, okay. Alright, I got this. <laughs> and that's wow. what made me start studying. That's, yeah. And I just started studying. I've studied, you know, I've read a little bit of all religions from Judaism to Muslim, several different times. I've been I've been NOI, I've been Sunni, I've been Nation of Gods of Earth. Most of the times it's had to do with men I was dealing with, but that's another story. <laughs> Christian, I've been wow. um, Baha, the Baha'i faith, which I kind of like them. They're kind of interesting. Okay, I'm um, learning all this is new to me. Um, the Baha'i, they kind of like they like cherry pick pieces of all the okay. different religions. Okay, um, Buddhism, like I love it all. Like yeah. all of it has something to offer. Well, and it's funny you say that too because what I'm noticing now in 2023 is that more people are open to taking. Different, right? Because people, they love to talk about karma. No. They love, you know, it's like people are deciding like, you know what? I like, because even like we said, if we're talking about like meditation, mm-hmm. people don't want to talk about meditation. Yeah, um, sage. I've heard about Christians being mad at goddesses for saging and that ain't of Jesus and da, 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 da. But it's like goddesses are realizing like, I'm, I love this as a step in the right direction mm-hmm. of like, I can keep my religion, but also I can dabble because again, it's that curiosity. It's that exploring of different things. That, and you know what? You it's know. so funny. Oftentimes they don't realize what they're doing. It's like, they may, like, oh, you can't burn sage, but then you go and burn a, you know, winter, winter forest candle from white barn or whatever that place is. Wherever, they, <laughs> wherever <laughs> they're like, shopping. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what's in there? Eucalyptus, sage, fig, everything. Where you think all the smells but, come from. Right. So you just want the artificial stuff. Oh, because you've been used to getting stuff mixed, diluted, and tampered with. Mm. That we don't even go to the original source anymore. The original source is demonic. How is the original source demonic when it's the original <sighs> source? 
Because that's what they wanted us to believe. Before even it before it even had a chance to be labeled good or bad, it's the yeah. original. <laughs> yeah. Everything else is either good or bad. It's the original. I've always, <laughs> I've always been one. I want to go to the original source. Like, I don't care about who taught, who taught, who, who's the master, who knows these things. And, you know, and that is self. Yeah. We are the original source. Hmm. Just in different faucets. All the power. I love my favorite affirmation. My number one affirmation is I am omnipotent. Come it on. means I have the power to do anything and everything that I desire. And I remember I learned that word in, in church because mm -hmm. they would talk about God, God being omnipotent, omnipotent and omnipresent and all of these things. And I was like, you know what? When I realized that I'm a whole goddess out here and I have the power and I was like, you know what? No, I am too. Mm -hmm. Facts. I and you know, that. so in comedic culture, and you talk about this uh, um, in the sound baths, we talk about being light, being light. So that means multiple things of that word. The word light means a weight. Mm. That word light means a shade. And but both of those things are applicable when we talk about being light. Yeah. So all spiritualities, all religions talk about becoming one with the light. Yeah. And so what is light? Light is energy. It's a all, vibration. I want to rewind. All religions talk about being becoming one with the light. That idea alone for me is like Okay, if everybody's saying, like, there got to be something to it, right? If the great masters of all these different places, if the great, greatest minds of all these different religions and cultures are thinking this thing, then maybe we should listen to that. So what, what is light? Light is energy. Light is a vibration. And so the way I understand it, when we transition, mm -hmm. our energy is going to have a density to it. What you're able to transition to is based upon that density. If you are heavy... You are stuck in this plane. You will not ascend. I don't want to be there. <laughs> Most of us are probably on our fifth or sixth round now. Oh, man. Uh, and I say now, it's like probably fifth or six hundred. Let me yeah. be clear. Like, you know, so we, we have the, you know, and, and as we- Light this as a is, feather. So this, so this is my theory of ascension. Okay. So as we transition, if your energy is not light enough, you could be a spirit guide. You could be an ancestor. You could be an elder. You could be a ghost. You could be a demon. Your energy can't go any higher than what it is. Once mm -hmm. we master ourselves, balance our karma and stay light, we eventually become one with the light, hmm. which is what all spiritualities talk about, which is also omnipotent and omnipresent. Hmm. I love this. <laughs> I love this. Uh, I feel like that was like a little mini commercial. So this is my theory on ascension. Like, I love that. And then I'm also thinking, did we wrap up number four? No, and I haven't forgot. We're okay. getting to the sequence. There we go. There we go. Okay. So we talked about breath. We talked about progression. Every time she says breath, we take deep breaths. Take a deep breath. We talked about progression. We talked yes. about some of the different names and how words are empowering and, and have words representation matter. And so finally, um, we got to tie it all together. It's the sequences. So there are certain sequences that are unique to Kemetic Yoga. Okay. Um, one is like all yogas have a version of sun salutation. So when you say sequence, what exactly do you so mean? So sequence is a combination of movements. Combination so of So we movements, have all these okay. different, we've said, we said different poses here. We've said pyramid. We've said immortality pose. Yeah. We got pose of Asar. We got the pose of men. We've got different, you know, poses and to put them in an order, we would call that a sequence. A specific order would right. be a sequence. So okay. some, when a yoga teacher is teaching a yoga class, She's doing one of two things. She's either using a sequence that is already known to that form of yoga. Some forms of yoga, and some people don't even know there are different types of yoga. Let's, you know, there's Hatha, there's Vinyasa, there's Ingar, there's Asha, um, 
Ashtega. Couldn't okay. think of the word. Ashtega. Um, there's what used to be hot yoga or Bikram yoga. Okay. Um, so there's different types of yoga. And each one of those yogas have sequences that are unique, unique to, those. to those. Okay. Right. Or a teacher could be free-flowing and just putting poses together and making her own sequences. So most most of us, most teachers, use a combination of both methods. Okay. Um, unless you teach like Ashtanga or Bikram, they do the same thing every time. Okay. But, <laughs> but um, most of us are using a combination. But there are some sequences that are going to be fairly consistent, such as sun salutations. Sun salutations are popular in many types of yoga, hatha, vinyasa, um, I don't think, I think Kundalini has a sun salutation. There are several different Kundalini yoga? Kundalini yoga. That's Do you another. teach that? I don't. I'm all, well, I'm only certified in Kemetic. Gotcha. I have taken and sometimes infused bits of Hatha Vinyasa, bits of Kundalini. Nice. Kundalini is a okay. lot of breath work. Um, okay. So it's very similar in that. Um, some of my sequences kind of have a Vinyasa more. Okay. Um, flow to them. So, but I'm only certified. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so we have sequences that are universal, but different like sun salutations. It's common in many different types of yoga, but each one's going to tweak it a little okay. bit. Okay. So we have that, or we have sequences that are unique only to comedic yoga. Like I the one we did that. last time we did Mayat Ka. So Mayat being the Nectaru that's associated with balance and justice mm -hmm. and Ka being the um, African word for spirituality. That's a sequence that is specifically designed for like balance of spirit. Okay. So like we have, I feel like I need more of that in my life. Don't we all? Because I was going to say, because you can't get enough of that. Like, ooh, balance me out, please. You know, and Mayat Ka is one of my favorite sequences to do with folks when they really, like, I'll have guys who are, like, super strong bodybuilder, and they swear, like, this is not going to do anything. Of course. And five minutes into Mayat Ka, they're sweating buckets. And they're like, I'm literally just moving the top part of my body. How am I sweating so much? You have a, you also have a <laughs> saying for that, too, when the energy starts to build up. I remember you said that last week, and I I realized that the first time I started doing yoga, because I I was thinking the this, but I was thinking the same thing, like, oh, we're just stretching. I was in warrior for about <laughs> 20 seconds, and I was like, whew. Like, you start to sweat, you start to shake, and then my honey joined me, and we, so afterwards, I couldn't wait to be like, yeah, you didn't expect that, huh? Because we were both like, all right, girl, like, come on. Come on. <laughs> So, yes, the energy building is a real thing. I it's love how you thing. word it that way, though, right? Because we're just like, I'm in pain. Ow. And you're like, feel the energy. You feel it. Yeah. You feel you. You We are literally creators. We forget that we it's forget. all energy. It's all energy. And you can literally feel it. And you can take that energy. And what did we do? We smashed it down. <laughs> into a form that we could use. And that reminded me of comedic Reiki too, because we it's talk comedic. about feeling the energy and like checking your aura. So that's why I swear, like if I don't want you paying attention to me if and when y'all join us for an event, <laughs> but I really be like, if you see me like smiling and giggling, <laughs> looking like a crazy person, which might appear to be a crazy person, yeah. that is why, because I'm like, oh, like it's nostalgic for me. You know what's funny though, is I think you're safe. Most of my students, and myself included. Yeah. Most of my students tell me that they take my class with their eyes closed. Yeah, it's I, such an internal thing. And you know, it's like, I'm, I've gotten really good at cueing and being able to speak through the motions to where people don't necessarily have to open their eyes. Yeah. When I teach in a studio space, I, if it has a mirror, I turn people away from the mirror because 
I want you in that space. I don't yeah. want you to judge yourself. I want you're going to go through ranges of emotions on the mat. As a teacher, if I'm working with someone consistently, I've gotten good enough to the point to where I can almost pinpoint the week that they're going to cry on the mat. Like it happens. Everybody cries. Yeah. Everybody farts. Everybody sneezes. <laughs> We're all human out <laughs> here, basically. Like, I, I've been through every emotion on that mat and every bodily function on that mat. I've seen people throw up. Wow. Um, like, you know, and sometimes in, in, you know, even in my Reiki space, you know. and I, Oh, I, definitely in the like, Reiki space. Like, yeah, like sometimes that mucus will come out phlegm will come out yeah. like and that sometimes what we have attributed to physical illness is emotional yes it's mental it's I, connected uh, to trauma and you literally got to get that out yeah. sometimes and it all comes out on one way mind. or another one way and better out than in you better believe it <laughs> look i think who donkey from shrek said that so look, look we could get a look, lesson come on and spider-man said with great power comes great responsibility we have to yield this power on our mats yeah. we have to fine-tune it on the mat and then we take it off the mat and that's where the real work happens off the mat oh of course like what we're doing this, this one is, hour yeah this <laughs> one hour is really just teach it's giving you it's it's demonstration of how to use your tools yeah and your body and your energy are your tools yeah so you're coming to this crash course and how to use your tools and then you go through your life where you actually have to make them you have applicable. to implement you have to <sighs> we we did the week before our um, comedic yoga slash sound bath event I hosted a forgiveness ceremony mm. all in the name of Ma'at and lightening our hearts, right? And we actually talked about, um, everybody shared why they decided to join oh, the space. Deep. It was, and that I wanted deep. to open up that way. Because, and I told the, the goddesses, I said, we're going to be vulnerable. And I want us to be able to open up that space now. Mm. The second person introduced themselves was already in tears. Aww. But by the time we went around and one of the ladies was sharing her reason and what she explained to me was similar to what you're saying. And it reminded me of like a spiritual tune-up. Mm -hmm. She's like, this is for me. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm a mom. I'm a this. She went through her hats. And I was like, yeah, I like how you look at this. Like, this is my self-care. This is my this protected is time. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, she, and I believe she used that word. This is maintenance. And I was like, ooh, because I think about a car. I'm like, ooh, a spiritual tune-up. Mm -hmm. But you do have to come and, like, reset ourselves. Yeah. But it's not... If the resetting is necessary, but also if we don't change anything when we go back into the world, because one of the things a lot of the spiritual healers, they say, like, I'm here to help you tap into your power so that you can heal yourself. Yes. You don't need me. Yes. Right? Yes. Like, I'm here to assist you on yes. this journey, and yes. however that may look, but the goal is that you're doing this work by yourself. And I'm giving you, like you said, the tools for you to do this work. I'm teaching how to use the tool. You are the tool. Right. You already have everything you need. You already need. have everything you need. Yeah. You just, sometimes we'll, we'll have everything we need, but maybe we can't see it because it's also cluttered with everything we don't need. I always say, we too. We don't stuff we don't need. Not here, not ever. Wiggle. Sometimes we can't see the things that we <laughs> no. need because it's so convoluted by all the other crap, the, the voices, world. the yeah. world, the influence, the, you know, there, I went through a period where I stripped everything out of my life, like social media, TV, even music, if it had words. I didn't want anything with words because I realized that since I was it's an itty bitty baby, every voice in, the, in my head has been telling me what to do. And I don't even know what my voice actually sounds like without all these like, I don't know. I, I was a little baby when that happened. So I have all these voices in my head telling me what to do. So I pulled everything out so I could know what this voice sounds like. Yeah. And so we have to, that's what that, that time How long? on the mat. How long did I, you do that? I, had to, I did it for nine months. Wow. I also did it um, in combination with that. I was going to float therapy. And my logic behind this was um, my mother was a crackhead. Okay. And I told myself that I was worthy of being 
birthed from pristine waters. I mm. wanted to re, I was working on reprogramming my subconscious. Mm. So I, th I had it in my head that, oh, you came from this horrible condition. That must mean that you ain't, you ain't worth anything. Yeah. So let me go back and reprogram this all the way to the womb. Yeah. And so I started going to float therapy, the sensory deprivation tanks. Okay. And I said, let me recreate as close to the womb experience as I can. And for nine months, I went once a week and wow. floated and just cleared my mind and cleared all the voices out. And I said, I'm going to treat myself just like you do a baby. And when you have a baby, you know how you like when you start feeding them things you feed them one thing at a time yeah. so that you can know what that one thing does mm -hmm. so I started doing that with myself wow. I went back and I put everything in my life one by one by one and you know and I'll even share this with you because it's a position of gratitude the people I associate with and my friends out here like I didn't grow up with any of these people I don't have any family ties. My mama didn't know you. We didn't go to church, preschool, none of that together. So everyone in my life is intentional. Oh, you like, handpicked them. I handpicked y'all. <laughs> I do feel special. <laughs> so that's something that I take very sacred. Yeah. Like I literally stripped everything out my life and said, all right, you know, um, I read the ingredients on my food. Let me read the ingredients to myself. Yeah. And put back in. Let me get rid of the preservatives, get rid of the fillers, yeah. get rid of the fake GMOs, the toxins, and let me just pour nothing but pure, organic, positive life, life into yeah. myself. And that's really what I did. I love and, that. And, you know, and, and I did that for, like I said, for nine months, because that's what we have told our mind. That's what it takes to grow a human body. Right. So let me regrow myself. And that's what I did. Right. And it really... Um, it, I learned a lot about myself. In this oh, I place. bet. And I had so much fun exploring like different types of, I started listening to different types of music, music and languages I didn't understand. Oh. I, um, the only like TV or whatever that I allowed myself to watch was like either like kid, like certain kid stuff or like documentaries or something. And that oh, was nice. I put okay. some of that in, but I was like very conscious of what I started putting in to my body. I was like, I want to learn. I want to be happy. If it doesn't do those two things, yeah. I have a strict rule with TV. If it's not something I want to see in real life, I don't want to see it on the big screen. Exactly. It's law of attraction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I started watching, this is random-ish, but I started watching like, um, like, I don't know. It was like, I don't, I think they were trying to sell houses, but it's like them selling like luxury homes. And it was like, this is what I want to see. Mm -hmm. I want to see these mm -hmm. nice things. Yes. I want to see the bitches. The, nope, not bitches. Ah! I meant to say beaches. Beach. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can see some women too. Okay, but you know, hey, we got you, some bitch energy. It's you know, it's okay. You know, you gotta balance it out sometimes. Gotta balance it out. But no, I meant to say beaches. <laughs> um, but I love to see like the beaches. I love, yeah. like you said, Jamaica. I haven't, I haven't been to Jamaica yet, but I love to see like you know that like my TV goes to sleep. It's like a smart TV. So yeah. like when it's about to go to sleep and it shows you like the beaches and all these places. All these pretty landscapes. Yes. And I'm like, ooh, where is that? Yeah. I um I really love and appreciate you sharing this rebirthing of yourself. I definitely am gonna hold on to that personally mm -hmm. and consider what that looks like yeah. um for myself because I love that. And talk about discipline mm -hmm. talk about strength right mm -hmm. mental physical like that that is commendable like that is admirable i'm like wow nine months is a long time it to is. stick with something even even once a week doing float therapy like that it, consistency it, it, was, it was it was but it got to the point it was my solstice 
It was mm. like, you know, I've done so much. I've committed to jobs. I've committed to and jobs that I hated. And we do. And I let things that I hated have more control over me than things that brought me joy. Yeah. And I had made a decision at a certain point that I don't do anything that doesn't bring me joy. I love now, that. it did mean that I had to reframe things. Like, for example, my example for that is, you know, I don't always, I didn't always enjoy doing dishes. But now I learned to look at the fact, because I've been to a point in life where I didn't have dishes to do. Those dishes means I had food. Yeah. They mean I had a way to prepare it. Yeah. It means that I ate. Like, so now I look at those dishes in a state of gratitude because of what they symbolize. Yeah. I'm thankful that I have dishes to wash because there was a time when I didn't have dishes to wash. Yeah. There was a time where I didn't have a sink or running water or things that made just something as simple as washing dishes feasible. So I appreciate that now. Now, so, so it did require me to shift my perspective, but of I course. gained that perspective by going through that process, yeah. by learning that I can find joy in everything I do. And if it doesn't, if I can't find joy in it, that means it's not for me. Yeah, I like that. And <laughs> I'm going to speak about perspective, shoot, until I turn blue in the face, because our perspective is what determines the reality. Of it, it is. Right. Because I can choose to be upset and frustrated by every and anything. Right. And even in that notion that you mentioned dishes, it was one day I, I, I'm visualizing, visualizing myself in the bed, but I'm also thinking about another memory that's conflicting. But I remember saying I was going to say something one day and I was like, no, I get to do this. I get to do this. I get to do one this. One of my trainers says that at the gym. Yeah. She's like, we get to do one more set. And you know, you're, like, you're like, first you're like, what do you mean? But you're like, I get to do this. Yeah. This is somebody else can't say that. Yeah. And you know, you mentioned a very, a very good point about perspective. It's like, I look at like, okay, think of an energy wave, an energy wave up and down on a, on like a, on like a piece of paper, right. know, energy transfers. So you've got something that's negative and it's slow. It's still got to get over here, but it's going because it's a slow, depressed, ugly, just yucky vibe. But if you got something that's upbeat and happy, we're yeah. going to get there a lot quicker. Mm. So you might as well, like you can make that decision and you might have to lie to yourself a little bit. You may almost got to, you got to get into your you own You do head. have this. Well, we like, try Delusion is a life Ugh. hack. <laughs> I was like, I've been telling some, I have like my little work bestie, but I'm like team Delulu all day. But like you got to trick your mind. Like, nah, they just messed up my package. This isn't right. Yes. I tell that to the universe all the time. Y'all messed my package up. I was supposed to get the rich, luxurious. Ah! Like, I'm going to sit here and wait for y'all to right. fix my package. But, you know. That has been my mentality recently. Like, I want to get, oh. I want to get to a place that is so like mentally, like my perspective is so on point where I'm like in alignment with what I want that it looks delusional to everybody mm -hmm. around me. Like you can't tell me it's not what it is because Crystal is believes is. This, this is what is, it and is. That's, and that's as far as we are concerned, that's all it's ever going to, like you have to really be that, that dead set on what you yeah. want. And the more dead set on it, you just don't see the other stuff. You don't see the obstacles. You don't see the haters. You don't see the, 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 the different Because they don't have to exist if I don't want them to exist. Come on. You can't tell me what, my mind is a real you place. It's just as real me. as anything else. You like this is a real, it exists. You can see my thoughts on, if you do an MRI, you'll see a thought. It looks like a synapse, like an energy. It's an electrical occurrence. Yeah. That is real. It exists. Yeah. Just because you can't see it does not, de does not define my reality. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. I'll be the cuckoo yoga lady. Or Team Delulu. <laughs> I'm going to get a shirt. Team Delulu. Yeah, I, I love it. Delulu. I'm going to use that. I, girl, I stole it from the youngins <laughs> on TikTok. But Okay. Okay. Um, I, I want to go ahead and say that I have enjoyed this conversation. Look. 
I'm always, I'm like, oh, we got to bring you back because I feel like we didn't even talk. Like, I, not that we didn't talk about enough, but there's so, so much, much more. It's so vast. That we can talk and it dive into. It is so into. vast. And I, I, would love, I, I, I love that you're doing this because I want to do this, yes. but I'm not disciplined enough. So I'm going to work on that. But in the meantime, I'll come visit you on you your You know, just pull up on <laughs> you know. And... Um, not disciplined yet, but also perspective. It's you know it is it's perspective. It's you know it hasn't quite made its way up. Not to ready scale. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know it's like I tell my kids all the time: when you're ready, you'll do it. And that 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 goes for me too. Like you just not you know you haven't decided. Yeah. It hasn't clicked yet. And you know what I told myself too? Like I'm like I don't want to. Ultimately, I'm like I don't want to right now. Maybe like you said, it's priority. I have other things that I want to do more, more. and. As long as I can adjust the reality of now, whatever I want to that come to be. And follow me around with the camera. I drop gems all day. Put so your she, look, shoot your shot, girl. If anybody wants to come follow me around with a camera and record my life, I promise the content will be worth it. But that's what I don't want to do is I don't want to deal with all the technical yeah. stuff and the editing. It's, I just I'm I, I just want to be the I just want to be me. And if you're around to capture it, if you're there, I'm kind of like I'm an in the moment person. Like you right. had to be there. Yeah. And if you know, like I, I I've learned to I that's part of the the, the nine months. Thing I learned, to, I noticed I was pulling up to places, going, "Oh, where can I take a selfie? Where can I take a picture?" I didn't like that. I don't like the every moment I wanted on my phone. Yeah. And so now it's like one of my biggest complaints from my students back home is that I don't record enough, and I'm like, "Y'all, I'm just not come out here." <laughs> That's just not my energy. It's like, yeah. I'm, like the second I cross over into that space. It changes. It does. It changes things. Yeah. So yeah. So it's so just like me. like when you turn your passion into. The entrepreneurial space, like it does, it changes it things. It a little bit. Yeah, it makes know? it. It changes it, it completely. Does. It does, and it takes <sighs> some. Like I don't want to say it takes the integrity away, but it it, it can become a slippery slope. It can. It, it can. can. You do. You have to check yourself, you and you do. have to be mindful yes. of yourself in this world of social media. I swear, I'm at a point recently, more so than ever, where I'm on social media, and I have to check myself because I'm getting annoyed by these videos of people doing nothing. <laughs> like, they're viral. just walk. No, but, like, they're walking, and they're like, oh, check the caption. Like, girl, just tell us what it is. Like, why are the videos of nothing? Like, ugh. Because you can't be seen. It's the algorithm. You got to trick the algorithm. Yeah, it's so annoying. Yeah. I don't like, and I, the Scorpio in me or whatever, I don't like playing games, and it just feels like a really big game, and I'm like, I don't want to play. It's still game over. Game. I'm over She's it. Like, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. So like, I'm, I'm the perfectionist, and I'm like, I'm not even taking the time. That's because you're this. the Virgo, right? I'm a Virgo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yeah. I'm not. You're not I'm, about to dive into I'm not, it. If I, if I can't do it perfect, I'm not doing it. Mm. And then the perfectionist in me gets too wrapped up in the details, and then it's when the integrity I lose. Because now I'm worried about is this perfect? Is this yeah. Perfect? Is How does it look? And yeah. Girl, I please. say do it, do Just it ugly. Do it. There's a brand I've learned about or heard about this year. It's, it's like the do it ugly brand. I'm with it. Just I'm, do it. Just do it. Just, Fuck the just, perfection. Like, even like, I don't do a lot of editing to the podcast. Yeah. I know some people are like, oh, do you want me to edit anything? Girl, I am who I am. I show up as I am. Whatever. What you see is what you get. If Y'all you heard get anything me. at all. Look, you heard me say bitches. I'm in beaches and it's fine. <laughs> like, it's fine. I'll be cursing in real life. It's She's fine. Like, cursing in real life. So. Like, me too. <laughs> right? Um, I love the colorful use of the... Uh, American English language and my use of colloquial euphemisms does not define who I am. I love that. <laughs> is that a direct, is that a personal quote or is um, that, I feel like I've heard. It's, 
I've I've read some. Yeah, different, like, yeah. It's like I love like, we're that. all a mix of every, especially with social media. Now we pick up so many things, but I think somebody else said something along the lines of "Do not define me by my use of colloquial yeah. euphemisms." I love that. So I particularly picked up. I honed in on that. I'm like, my intelligence is, you know, I'm extremely educated and I can speak like a college graduate if I wish. But let's be real, that's not how we is when any, we when they not looking. Any crowd, <laughs> like I can fit any crowd any if I crowd. wanted to, but I choose I, to be I choose, me. Yeah, I stopped code switching. I'm like, I love it. I stopped wearing bras. I stopped shaving. I'm I'm like, you know what? This what this what what you fucking with me or not? Right. <laughs> this is who I am. You know. I I feel it. You're gonna love you for it, and those who doesn't wasn't going to anyway. Exactly. They would have <laughs> found something anyway. Anyway. I love so. it. Well, before we get out of here, that part. we have an event coming up. We do. I'm so excited. I love our event. Everyone gets be- bigger and better. Everybody. Every, every time. Uh, I, I always have so much gratitude for the dynasty and the community that we are cultivating and we continue to cultivate. And that is a beautiful thing because even like I will shout to the cows come home about like everybody needs to come here but when the women come to this event and they can stamp and affirm of like this is what all of this meant for me today that's all i need to be like yep this is why we're doing this 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 is is why why we're we're here Mm -hmm. so our event comedic yoga plus sound bath meditation is happening you remember the day we said november 5th we said november 5th it is a sunday yeah. Look, KC is playing at six in the morning. <laughs> the football team. <laughs> play the Jaguars that day. <sighs> so if you're into football, you can still watch the you game and then come. Into good football. I don't know what the other teams are doing. I'm not. I do not endorse the shade of the sports because this goddess does not care for any of them. I do not I'm care. Just from there. <laughs> that right. She's a KC native. That's one thing you're gonna learn day one. Um, Facts. But yes, we have a comedic yoga plus sound bath meditation. Sunday, November 5th, happening in a park in Cerritos. You can find um, House of Divinity by KTG.com. It's right there. It says healing events. You can DM House of Divinity by KTG and ask about the comedic yoga. I will tell you that. But my goddess right here also is on social media. Where can they find you on social Um, media? I am normally the normal places, IG, Facebook. I'm not, I can't get with Snap, but I am on TikTok. I'll set noir everywhere. I'll set noir. Um, I'm sure you'll tag me. So um, I'm not hard to find. Spirit will lead you to me. (laughs) And you'll see, when you see her, you're like, that's her. That's her. It's not going to be like, is that her? No, No, it's it's her. her. You're in the right place. (laughs) So again, just gratitude to you for being here. Thank you for hosting and holding the space. Thank you for being authentic. Thank you for allowing me to be authentic. I'm so excited for you and everything that you're doing, and and you, I've I've learned so much from you. And my, I'm so big on reciprocal relationships, mm-hmm. so I'm so thankful that we can create this space yes. to where we can also help our help us heal ourselves, heal each other, and in turn heal the folks around us. Absolutely, Ashe. <laughs> there you have it. The last thing I always want to remind y'all: you are a whole goddess out here, and it's always a great day to live life as such unapologetically if you didn't catch nothing from the last part of this conversation is live life as you unapologetically and like she said ashe ashe bye all right all right all right thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the house of divinity podcast where we have divine discussions for the gods and goddesses that are looking to raise their vibration 
activate and align their chakras and really just tap in and be their most divine goddess self. So before you go, I want you to go ahead and check out our e-commerce store where you can shop custom crystal jewelry, crystal home and beauty healing essentials. Go ahead if you're in the LA area and you wanna to come to one of our healing events, click the website below, House of Divinity by KTG.com. Check out some of our events. Check out, you know, some of the merch, which should be available really, really soon. But go ahead and really just look around. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for your support. I'll see y'all later. Bye.